Welcome back, everyone, to another Momentum Fit podcast. This will be episode 008 as we are closing in on double digits. 009. Oh, I am so sorry. We, this is <laughs> 009. Excellent. We are off to a rolling start. It is a little early, so this should be a fun podcast. I am here with the one and only Marie Merritt. Tell everyone hello. Good morning. Good morning. And today will be our kind of official first podcast that's not a uh, basically an interview of um, one of the trainers here. So we are actually going to give you guys some tips on uh, setting up for success today. So I know Marie is especially excited about this podcast today. I am very excited because I'm hoping you guys walk away with some valuable tools that you can put into action so Maria is actually, are you now fully official, like a certified health so wellness I, coach? I am certified. Um, I will be sitting for the board certification in March. So right now I have the health and wellness coach, I guess like the master side of it. And then the official certification will be whenever I pass my boards. And that will allow me to work like hand in hand with doctors where if they need somebody who needs health coaching, I can step in and fill a lot of that role. Okay, excellent. So this will be a kind of, for those of you that may be interested in that uh, type of service, this will kind of be like scratching the surface maybe, like yeah. giving them kind of like an overlay of what that may look like, like a window into that. Yeah. Um, so Marie's going to kind of come from that side. I'm going to come more so strictly the workout side as I'm a trainer. So that's what I'll, I'll kind of hit on today. So, you ready to dive into this? Yeah, let's right, go. Let's do it. So, we're just going to kind of give you guys a list of things to do to kind of set up for success. So, number one, um, and I'm sure most people have heard this, it's probably been beaten into their brains, but uh, basically is planning ahead. And that can, you know, we can look at that from many different avenues. Um, when I look at plan ahead, I'm thinking of more like kind of simplistic. So, maybe that's setting your workout clothes out night before, maybe, you know, you're doing some type of meal prep for the week or even a day or two in advance. Um, you're, you know, you're, you're having a workout time set up for the next day. Just anything where you're kind of, your mind is already set on doing an activity and you would really have to like kind of talk yourself out of it or have something kind of happen that would interrupt you doing that type of activity. Um, Marie, anything you want to kind of add into that? So my planning ahead is going to get even a little bit more specific. It's looking at your week and deciding what days, what times you were going to fit certain things and giving yourself a plan for meals. And it doesn't have to be every day. Like there's no such thing as perfect life happens. But looking at your overall schedule and saying these are the days that I can most be successful in completing this thing that I want and those are called SMART goals so we set the day the time the what and then we also create a backup plan for what happens when life comes up or that thing doesn't work out that that we think that we want to do what do you think or from your clients that you've had in the past like what was you think the biggest reason why they were not kind of meeting those goals or those steps. Everything everything that people would come in with like, is that all of the other things in life that came up that were more important, right? Yeah. Like 
everything else gets put at a higher level of importance and then people try to fit themselves in versus making themselves a non-negotiable. Right. And then they wonder why they're not meeting goals or reaching goals. And there was always a level of something else in life took, took, took their place, like right. bumped them to the back burner. And without you, right, you don't have your life. Yeah. And so trying to help people claim themselves back along the way, I think, is has been really it's been a challenge but it's also been one of the bigger successors when you get people to say oh i'm not i'm not willing to let this slip right. in order to right. do yeah like you need to be a little bit selfish when it comes to your health and your yeah. you know your priority like self care like that's a huge step i mean how do you take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself first there's right? that and then there's the don't place such huge expectations on the front end of I need to dedicate an hour. If I don't have this much time, it's not worth it, right? Like it's a cumulative thing. Every little bit adds up. And so if you can create a time every single day that only belongs to you and whatever you do in that time, even if it's five, 10, 15 minutes, if it belongs to you, it becomes easier to take that time in that space. Uh, and it really will set up for success. Right. And that's, I mean, honestly, probably a great segue into our next step, and that would be just setting short-term goals. Um, I think anytime we meet with a new client, we kind of set up short-term goals, little baby steps to work up to the long, you know, the larger goals. Um, and it could be super simple. It could just be, hey, I'm going to do two workouts this week, or I'm going to go on two or three walks this week. Um, and then, you know, it could be even a small, short time frame. I'm going to do three 20-minute workouts this week. You know, whatever you're you're setting up, just something attainable that you feel like you can accomplish and that will help lead you into the bigger steps, but also hugely motivating when you start like ticking up those boxes of you like completing things. Yeah. The we were at a conference uh, last year and one of the speakers said something about the meaning of life that he heard from someone else. And it was whenever we as like a human see that we've overcome a challenge or an obstacle that it gets us excited it gets us fired up it also provides us motivation to overcome another obstacle or challenge mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. from his perspective that's what gives life meaning right? right it's whenever we can accomplish things whether it's small whether it's big and in those moments of having like short-term success where I would break that down even further is I'm looking at the life that I want to have or the person, the health that I want to have five years from now. And I look at the skills that person has and I start breaking that down into actions, right? Like what actions do I need to take to develop those skills? Because it really doesn't happen overnight. Those of us who are in the industry, I know we hear all the time about how easy things must be for us. Well, I mean, like we have lives, right? that could very easily get in the way. I mean, being a gym owner in a gym all day, people just assumed that that's why I'm in shape. I get to work out all the time. Right. But our focus is the clients. And sometimes the last thing we want to fit in is ourselves because we're done looking at the four walls of our space. Right, yeah. After I've been in here all day, usually the last <laughs> thing I want to do is, is to, work to work out. out. <laughs> I just uh, want to go veg and like... Just tune out. <laughs> right. And so for us, it's still a very conscious action. It's a very decided step that we're going to take. And ultimately, that's what improves our health in the long run. Mm -hmm. 
Right. I always, so for like myself, I always give myself basically like a minimum amount of work I want to do per week. So I at least want to do three full body strength training workouts, ideally in the week. And I want to do at least two days of some type of cardio. And it's usually, it can be just 20 minutes, um, 30 minutes. If I have the time, sometimes I'll extend that to maybe like 45, 60, but that's basically five workouts I'm trying to, you know, complete over the course of the week. And that's, five hours or even less, honestly. And that's, you know, that always helps me stay consistent. It leads me towards achieving my fitness goals. And then I also have the ability, if I have the time, I can do a little extra on top of that, you yeah. know? So I think just not thinking that you have to be like a robot, you know, and just do like an hour, hour and a half workout every day, which also is not sustainable in honestly real life. It's just, not sustainable and it increases risk for injury. Right. Right. So just, you know, honestly, like quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. And then making sure that everything is deliberate. There there has to be some sort of intention behind action because the robot, I'm just going to go through this for the sake of it if you don't know the why of what you're doing. Um, whenever I got injured and had the two surgeries in seven months, I know one of the biggest things that I did that helped me heal, recover, and it also helped with my mental emotional state was walking. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing that I had access to. And so I learned the value of moving my body in a very different way than I had normally. Whereas prior, walking is something that I did, and I, I don't want to say I took it for granted, but I did. Right. right. And then on the other side of it, whenever it was the only form of exercise I could do, I learned the value in just going for a walk. And so if that's all you have time for from a deliberate activity standpoint, claim it, do it. Because walking is is a place to start and it is enough in many ways. Yeah, and there's there's so many things you can do with walking. Like you can go walk with a friend, you can walk with a spouse, a sibling, um, you can listen to a podcast, you can like listen ours. to music. Yeah, like they, I mean, there's just so many things that you can do within that that period of walking, and I was a really big fan of after dinner, going for like a 30 minute walk. Yes. Um, granted, in my neighborhood, they don't really have street lights. It's pitch black out there. So obviously, with the time change, you know, that kind of went away. I don't want to walk around with a headlamp on no. <laughs> um, every evening, but I will be, you know, putting that back in as the daylight increases, you know, throughout the day. Um, but that was huge just instead of sitting on the couch and watching TV for 30 minutes for an hour, like just getting out and moving, helping, you know, aid digestion, clear your mind, you know, go walk with the wife, talk about the day, just have some time together, you know, connecting instead of just both of you sitting there staring at a screen, you know, just the mental health that you're getting from that is, is huge. Yeah. So, you know, if you guys have not done that, just try it a couple days a week, maybe two, three days a week, start small. At the dinner, if you have the ability, maybe just try to go, go for a walk. You know, just kind of stay away from the social media, the TV, all that stuff. But podcasts are okay. All right, you can do that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Plug that in there. <laughs> so, next one, um, and I think this one, Marie will crush this one, uh, is just to basically create uh, rituals. It could be a big ritual, small ritual, just something that will kind of motivate you. Um entice you to you know take the next step setting up success for those goals um marie's going to really elaborate on this one for you guys what i like about the word ritual and i got very excited because 
can't use the same word that I always do because I think of the word routine and routine to me is kind of boring where it sounds like a chore yeah yeah it's just a part of something that we think we should do because we heard somebody tell it at some point right and Mm -hmm. I'm not I don't like the shooting on yourself about things right Right. um so ritual to me implies that it's non-negotiable And that's why it's so exciting because whenever you can claim something and you can turn it into part of your ritual, it becomes an innate part of who you are very easily like breathing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it is this time, it's that space that you're claiming for you and having, having those rituals. And we think about like our long-term success, right? Like I would prefer my body be able to carry me through what, what I would consider old age right who knows how long that's going to be but i would like to make it a long time and without ritual i don't believe that i would have the capacity to get there fluidly i i I want the freedom and movement i want the freedom with my health and the rituals that i have now i believe are going to set me up for long-term success and being able to move gracefully throughout the rest of my life right and i think you know if you're married or you know you have a spouse, sibling, whatever, finding a way where they're also supportive of your rituals. Yes. You know, not trying to distract you or take you away from doing the things that you need to do for that self-care, whether that's, oh, you know, you can skip that today. Let's do that tomorrow, this and that. Well, that just leads up to the inconsistency and you getting away from the things that you want to do. Um, right. Having, so. having a support structure within your home, that's another way if you look at health in in many facets, right? Like what your environmental health is, is also making sure that your home supports the healthy life that you want to live and getting people on board who care about you, who love you, saying this is something that I'm doing for me and my health. People are typically going to say, okay, because on the other side of that would be them saying, no, I don't want you to be as healthy. Right. Because hopefully they would like for you to be around as long as possible and those rituals are the things that you can fall back on when everything else in the world is chaotic right whenever something else comes up you can rely on your ritual to get you through you know that you have that one thing or those couple of things that you can say hey you know what this is something that's standing i'm going to do it it's going to protect my physical mental emotional health and I'm going to be able to get through the hard stuff of today and make it into tomorrow and the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just truly just feel like everything could just be boiled down to just being consistent. Yes. You know, just being consistent in really anything just leads to the greater dividends. Um, so kind of number four is just uh, don't overcomplicate things. You know, just keep it simple. Um, from the workout perspective, that could just be, you know, your workouts. You don't need some super elaborate workout plan that you saw some person on social media doing. Um, the basics work. The basics have always been the basics. You know, push, pull, squat, hinge, um, carry something of a heavy to moderate load, just kind of functional stuff. You don't need to, you know, stand on a bozu ball holding a barbell <laughs> overhead with one leg in the air. Yeah, the, the risk, the risk uh, on a lot of things is not necessarily worth the reward. It might look cool. Right. It's just, I mean, everything you see on social media is for, for likes, for, you know, commentary. It's to 
increase engagement, but that's honestly, that's probably not even what they're doing in their workouts. I guarantee you they're sticking to the basic fundamental movements and, you know, major in, in the, the basic movements. And then, you know, as you get more advanced, you can start getting into some of that stuff where you're, you're playing, you're kind of having fun. It's fun stuff to do here and there. But this should not be the, the, the meat of your workouts. Well, the, the other thing on keeping it simple, people very drastically overcomplicate food. Mm-hmm. They start, oh, I can't have this because I'm following X, Y, and Z diet. And right. a lot of those rules are arbitrary. They're meant to sell something because if you look on the other side of it, then you've got a supplement line or some sort of package that goes along with this outrageous diet versus allowing yourself to eat nourishing food, creating some consistency around it and seeing long-term success because you're, you're not constantly changing things, chasing after the one thing that's going to give you the more immediate results that you think that you want, right? I would rather have a consistent overall figure life, Mm -hmm. you know, for years and years and years than to go on some sort of a crazy roller coaster because on the other, like if you look at the the roller coaster, the roller coaster really creates a level of unhealth and illness and other issues on the other side. So keep your food simple too. Right. I feel like in like today's world, everything has to be like so extreme. You know, like you're just you're so far into whether it be all meat or I'm so far into you all, know, fat. all 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 vegan or fat or whatever it may be. And it's funny because the people who are promoting these diets are also selling you supplements because they're having to add in those things that you're not getting from your diet that they basically told you to eliminate, which, you know, doesn't really honestly make sense. No, the the other side of the extreme, though, if you look at the history of people, right, uh, extreme is sexy. It's what sells. Right. So you look at back whenever they had, like, the the freak shows, right? Like, they would have the grotesque, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you look at art forms, art forms, Typically, the ones that are the more extreme are the ones that sell for the most money. Right. That applies to everything. So whenever you can say, hey, look, we have this program and you're going to lose X number of pounds in this many days, they don't talk about how do you create habits that are going to, or rituals, that Mm -hmm. give you consistency through life, that give you access to enjoying the foods that you eat, that give you access to enjoying the way that you move your body. Because nobody wants to buy something that's that that nice middle even. People like the extreme because it's appealing to something in our human nature. Right. And I think just, you know, middle of the road is always going to be just the best course of action. Yeah. Um, and it's like, like you said, like no one wants to hear that. Like we hear that every day. You know, eat lean meats, eat fruit vegetables. Right. Da 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 da. Drink enough water. Oh, that's boring. I don't I, do oh, that. that's boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I it's and and it's funny because people at some point I know the exercise industry, the fitness industry made um, exercising or fitness classes the new going out. And so if a class had lights and crazy music and it felt like a nightclub or you could go do a fitness class and then go have some drinks afterward, there's like two polar opposite ends of the spectrum on let's work our bodies out, give it something nourishing through movement, but then we're going to go have a bunch of alcohol afterward. It's the industry was trying to sell you something because it was this level of extreme. And then the, the, the action on the other side is also extreme versus right. 
I'm going to enjoy the way that I move my body. Again, I'm going to go back to the word enjoy on it because if you don't enjoy it, why are you doing it? Yeah. There are certain exercises I don't enjoy. I do them because they work, because it's a foundational movement. But overall, I do enjoy moving my body. And mm-hmm. I enjoy the mm-hmm. way that I eat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you got to, um, you know, you're not going to do it if you don't like it. Right. This is pr- pretty simple. Um, so let's get into the last one here. I think we got time. I think we're doing pretty good on time. So maybe not as easy. Um, you probably have to like kind of filter through a lot of the stuff that's you know that you see on social media, um, on the internet. But find a qualified professional. Um, could be someone in the health wellness space, like a like a health coach, um, personal trainer. Um, if you're injured, maybe you need like a physical therapist or something like that. Just always hire a professional. Like my golf game is pretty terrible, so what do I do? I go seek the help of a the help of a PGA Tour pro or a you know a, a golf pro, um, and then we kind of strip everything away that I'm doing wrong, and we start back up from the basics, and we build up a solid foundation. And most likely, if you meet a qualified professional in whatever area you're seeking, that's what they're going to do. They're going to help strip away all the fluff that you you all the outside distractions and start building up a good solid base, setting you up for success. I equate that with clients that that we work with to building a house, right? Like we're going to lay a solid foundation and then we're going to build their house because if you build a house in sand, eventually it's going to fall apart, right? Like I use that Mm -hmm. analogy 100% of the time because it works. It's true. And if you don't have access to a good qualified professional, find people who can support you doing something in a very... I don't want to say boring way, but yes, mm-hmm. choose the boring way. Find the yeah. people that will do it with you. Accountability and having a structure that's supportive around you of the things that you want to do and to change. Accountability is key to making sure that you do it because if you're the only one having that conversation with you right. and you're trying to start the behavior and you don't have somebody else that you're sharing that with, it's easier to say no to yourself because other things are going to come up. Yeah, and I feel like one, another area is like be, being honest with like the feedback that you're giving. You know, if you're meeting with a professional, whether that be a trainer, coach, whatnot, a lot of times, and we know you're <laughs> you're not telling us the truth, but you want to tell us what we want to hear. Basically, yeah, you are doing these things. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. This and that. Okay, well, let's really dive in. Like, tell me exactly what you are doing because obviously, what you're doing is not working. If you're doing what you say you were doing. Most likely it would be. So there was there was a study, and it was done with psychologists. And I asked my psychologist about this because I, I love mine. She's fantastic. It's something that I do for my mental health. And just keeping me in that nice, evenly keeled place. But there was a study, and it said that, I mean, it was an astronomically high percentage of the population that lies to their therapist whenever they go in because it's like they're afraid to upset or disappoint the other person people lie to us all the time yeah all the time there was a rule of thumb i remember if somebody would tell me that they had two drinks the night before we would double if not triple it because that was the truth of the matter and Mm -hmm. i don't know why people pay so much my therapist is not cheap 
I'm not going to lie to her because I want to get the most out of the investment that I'm making in the in the future of my health. Right. And so whenever Kent says, don't lie to us, that's what we're talking about because ultimately you guys are paying for the future of your health and wellness. And the more information we have, the better equipped we are to help you. It's like, you know, we're, we're all, I mean, and we're, we all do it. We're all afraid of being judged. Yes. You know, we're all afraid of being thought of as less than. Um, and so I, I get why you want to do it. Um, I'm, I've been guilty of it before as well. Um, but just being honest and open with yourself and then being honest and open with whoever you may be working with, like obviously is going to lead to, you know, greater success. Well, that's how you, that's how you do change, right? So there's like the awareness of something, right? And then there's the being able to look at it without judging it and understanding that as a professional, we're not judging you. We're going to meet you exactly where you are and then we're going to help you move forward. But those action steps that you're taking, that's your choice. Right. And so mm-hmm. having that accountability structure, but also having that awareness and then the acceptance of the things that brought you to the place that you aren't comfortable in that you don't want to be in anymore, then we can make very decided, you know, actions that lead to the big change in the end. Right. And and whatever you may be afraid of telling us, we've we've heard before, it's not gonna surprise us. It's, yeah. it's nothing out of left field that we haven't encountered before. So, you know, I don't know why people are sometimes afraid to say certain things, but hey, you know, we're all human. Yeah. We do strange, weird things. It's just part of who we are. But I think just embracing it, you know, being forthcoming with everything, um, this gets you on the right path, pretty much. Um, anything you want to add to that, Marie? No, I think, I think that's about it for today. Hopefully okay. you guys found this informative. And uh, if you have questions, send it to us. Yeah, if you guys like obviously want to get into like greater specific detail with certain things, please reach out to Marie. Um, obviously, she's getting into the, the health coaching now, so she can really dive in and help you guys out. Um, hit her up on the email, social media. All the all, things. All, all the things. You guys Website know where, you guys know where get to, momentum to find fit. her. Um, Anything else we need to plug while while we're here? Just the website. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to episode 009. I got it right that time. Uh, Thanks, Claudian, for listening. We will uh, talk to you guys later.